Okay. Hello. I'm probably just going to sit like this. What do you think? I look good. Yep, you look great. Thanks. Okay. What else you got? Nothing. Wife says about you. Thank you. Thanks for reading her blog. It's a big deal to her. Yeah. <laughs> He's got to. <laughs> Felt Recall podcast, somewhat flying blind this week. I think that's a fair way to say it. Um, we are on the move in Savannah, Georgia. I was going to say that makes it sound like you're sort of implying that we don't normally fly blind. Oh, and I feel like that's a little disingenuous. I, uh, I believe you are correct. Sorry about that. I, I, I'm doing that thing that people stereotypically do in YouTube videos now where they start recording the video, but then they act like they had something that needed to be done before they started recording. Have you noticed this trend? Yeah. Uh, it's really, really annoying, but I just did it in real life, so I'm sorry to be distracted. I'm it's, trying. We're it's working. every Mr. Guns and Gear video. Yeah. Uh, to the degree of like, oh, uh, yeah, I go ahead and hit record here, and then they back up, and they go, oh, just got to finish this Snickers bar I was eating. <laughs> All right, well, uh, or if you're Voda, you just sit in, the, sit in a car and eat chicken wings and record yourself <laughs> as you, you yammer on. That, yeah. I love that guy. When is Voda coming on this program? We've reached out. Voda, when you hear... Please know it's not a joke. We want you. We'll give you the whole hour, my We're friend. Ready. The whole hour. Okay. Um, let's do a little bit of behind the scenes kind of house cleaning stuff before we get started. The audio should be good. I packed all the podcast gear minus our headphones and the mic stands. Because why would you need those? Sorry about that. I don't know. I like that you left the mic stands at home, but you. Recently bought the heaviest mics on the planet. Apparently, I did. We are we are just holding the mics by hand in the hotel room uh, on the road for work. I feel like the guy that's calling the Hindenburg right now. <laughs> you know, <laughs> oh the humanity! Like I could just see that guy walking around with this microphone in his hand. Is that a metaphor for felt recall number one twenty two? I believe it is. Well, yeah, right. I was hoping you weren't going to pick up on that. <laughs> Let's uh, just let you know. That uh, it sounds a little different. It's not permanent. It's just because we're on the road and I forgot headphones. Sorry. Our charity choice this week is called Purple Heart Homes. This is a cool charity. Didn't know about before just now, but Purple Heart Homes exists to build. It's. I mean, you're going to be very, very surprised. <laughs> no disrespect. This one feels pretty self-explanatory. <laughs> uh. PurpleHeartHomesUSA.org, serving veterans for more than a decade now, and they do exactly what it sounds like they do. Oh, they get out and uh, provide housing solutions for service-connected, disabled, and aging veterans. Uh, it's run and operated by veterans. You can learn more and help them out, PurpleHeartHomesUSA.org. Founded in 2008, still running strong, Purple Heart 
homesusa.org. Okay. We are in Savannah, Georgia. Interestingly enough, I was unaware. I knew there was a Senate race happening in Georgia. I didn't know. Two that are contested right now, right? Yes. Okay. I didn't know about this Rafael Donatello Ninja Turtle guy <laughs> until I was listening. He's the one with the attitude, right? Yeah. Okay. He is sassy. Yeah, got it. <laughs> I didn't know anything about him. So I happened to listen to Ben Shapiro on the way down in his podcast, and Shapiro played basically a montage of this guy talking, and I thought it was Jeremiah Wright. At the very... Like when when he first started playing it, I thought, "What? What? No, what?" Very Jeremiah Wrightish. If you remember, that was Obama's pastor for thirty years. That apparently Obama never went to church uh, and heard a single sermon ever. Interesting how that works. Uh, hated America. Doesn't like white people. Mm, pretty much the same. Uh, yeah. This, what's the guy's name? His name is Raphael Warnock. 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 I guess, W-A-R-N-O-C-K. Yeah, Raphael Warnock. I, I would attempt to pronounce his middle name, but I just don't think I can. I don't think I could do it, even if I tried. Important to understand, because I think the question we're trying to answer this week is, what is going on with the American left? Like, what is going on with the American left? We know they don't like free speech. There's already, like we talked about recently, there's a war against Parler. And anybody leaving Parler must be a a white supremacist and a racist because they don't want to be on platforms that censor speech. Um, We know that there's just a disdain for those of us who think men should be allowed to govern themselves. Warnock. Can I I add real quick about this war on Parler? I actually saw a screen grab, I think two days ago, that was a screen grab of Fox News. Uh, where the crawl at the bottom basically said uh, George Soros is the major backer of Parler. Hmm. George Soros. I thought, there's no way. That can't be right. Right. Because they're not censoring everyone under the sun. Right. So I actually dug around a little bit, and that's absolutely false. So either someone's really good at Photoshop or Fox News is disseminating information that is purely false about Parler. The lady that funds it came out. Yeah, Rachel somebody or another. Yeah, she's like kind of a uh, conservative conservative billionaire. billionaire, Yeah, Yeah. and then you got Dan Bongino who's a big-time investor in it, yeah. I don't know what's going on with Fox News. They're certainly no friend of ours anymore, it it would seem. Used to be... I mean, it used to be they really were fair and balanced. You'd watch, you knew Shep Smith leaned left. That was no no surprise there. You knew. Um, Any man that wears that much makeup. Calm down, homophobe. <laughs> um, <laughs> he's got the shield. Uh, yeah, so there, there was just this obvious, you know, you could tell who was who on the network. But every other network is just full of cheerleaders for the left. Right? I don't think that's ridiculous to say. I feel like bought and paid for. Yeah. So, anyway, they have the Million MAGA March in D.C. You literally have 11-year-olds being attacked by Antifa, Black Lives Matter thugs, 
who just think, I guess, they have a blank check to attack anyone and everyone. Yes, senior citizens in inside a restaurant eating dinner. Throwing fireworks in there, yep. upsetting everybody. So the question is, what has happened to the American left? In just a minute, I'll get into kind of the conspiracies. I don't even think it's fair to call it a conspiracy. There is documented evidence to support the idea that communists came over here in the 60s and went to California and started teaching in the university system. If you've never seen um, Ben Stein's documentary about that, what is the name of it? Slipping my mind. Uh, I don't remember. Ah, ben Stein has a fantastic documentary about the indoctrination of the American uh, university student. And basically, he runs through how um, Planned Parenthood came to be, how there's a whitewashing of the truth behind Margaret Sanger and the founding of um, Planned Parenthood and Expelled. Thank you. There you go. Yep. And so if you can find Expelled and watch it, he's got all these just fantastic um, kind of informative segments in there about how literally, not, not an exaggeration, communists of the USSR came to America. By the way, at the behest of the American administrations of the time, FDR was a big fan of communism. Oh, yeah. Talk about somebody that cheated in elections. How in the world... Did the man win four times? We think we know. Um, anyway. Yep. It was the Dominion voting systems. <laughs> he had the it. software on his side. That was it. That was the beginning, maybe just before FDR. But really, uh, that's, that seems to be where it began that the American left took a really radical turn. So here, let's start with this, because I do think this is almost more important than anything else we could play for you. This is Joe Biden, supposedly president, theft-elect, endorsing Warnock. Listen to this bumble charade. I don't know what you want to call it, but here's, here's Biden. What they can get, Reverend Warnock and John Ossoff, both great candidates. No, they really are. And by the way, if we had told you all a year ago, or told those guys out in the street a year ago, good to see you, man. Told all those guys out in the street there a year ago how competitive George was going to be, you would have all looked at like one another like you're crazy. But look, it doesn't take long for people to figure out when the game is up. You know, when the Carney show goes through town the first time, and people find out there's no pee under any one of the three shells, the next time it comes back, it doesn't get much attention. Well, that's what the Trump administration has done. Let's give the people of Georgia two new senators who fight for your interests, not, not for Donald Trump's interests. <laughs> you, know what, you know what I love about the audio there is two things. Number one, they're, they're can I say that? They're, they're using the car honks now. You know, like as if they're they're uh, good for him. Remember, because what was yeah, happening was Trump yeah, supporters yeah. were showing up and they're honking horns at these Biden. It's events. like having drive-in uh, crowds, right? Yeah, and the Trump supporters would honk so nobody could hear Biden, and he called them chumps. He was all mad about it. Now they're incorporating them every time he speaks, so it seems like 
oh, those people are all actually on his side. As if we're going to go back in time, they're really they're trying to rewrite. I hope the history. spin doctor working for him is yeah. getting paid extra because yeah, that's brilliant right it. there. Number two, the thing I love Not. about listening to Joe Biden talk is I think a good description is somebody would say, why does he talk that way? You could say, he's being stung by bees. <laughs> <laughs> and he's listening to his speech. He's all over the place all the time. That would actually good make to see you, man. sense. Good to see you, man. Good to see you, man. All right. You have some information on Warnock to read. Yeah, so... Um just did some heavy uh, research on him. Uh, it took me the better part of the of the evening. Um, that's a lie. I didn't know who this guy was until we were sitting at dinner a couple hours ago um, because I'm not really paying a lot of attention to what's going on in Georgia, if I'm being real honest. Um, how dare you, sir. But how apropos that we are in Savannah right now, Yeah, this gentleman's birthplace. Yeah. I mean, I don't believe in coincidences. So he, he actually has an ad running right now where he talks about being a young boy in Savannah, Georgia, and he was kicked out of a convenience store because he looked suspicious because he wouldn't take his hands out of his pockets. Here's an idea. Look, I got three kids, and I can guarantee you that if any of them, well, I don't know about my daughter. <laughs> She's pretty defiant. If either of my boys, however, walked into a store with me tomorrow and had his hands in his pocket, and the guy running the store, who, by the way, Joe Biden would say is probably an Indian, if you remember. Sure. Yeah. So we're in a 7-Eleven, and in Joe Biden's America, there must be an Indian working there because yep. you can't get into a 7-Eleven if you don't have an Indian accent. It's not Chris talking. That's Joe Biden. That's Joe Biden. Anyway, let's say the nice Indian man who makes a great curry is behind the counter, and he tells my oldest, take your hands out of your pocket. You know what's going to happen? Son's going to take his hands out of his pocket. We're not going to understand why. But he's going to understand that that man wants me to take my hands out of my pocket. He's asking me a question. You're in his store. Yeah, and if the man says, are you stealing from me? My son's going to say no. And just like we talked about recently, he's going to immediately do everything in his power to disprove the accusation of right. theft. But these guys just want to go, oh, they just thought I was guilty well, of something. Well, the left isn't going to di- attempt to disprove it. They're just going to ignore it. Yeah. And have the media on their side. So that they don't have to engage in the conversation. Sure, sure. So anyway. So so this guy, Warnock, was a youth pastor at a church I can't pronounce the name of in New York. Um, and then Yeah, worked, he is a preacher, by the way. It is yeah. worth noting. This man is still in the pulpit down here in, in Georgia. Yeah, he apparently has a, a doctor of philosophy from the Union Theological Seminary. Well, they need to uh, take that back. Again, I did a deep dive into his background. It's called Wikipedia. Um, totally reliable. Yeah, so you guys probably could have done this on your own. But anyway. Um, Why do I have to do all the heavy lifting? That's a good point. My back is getting really tired. Um, so uh, he was a senior pastor at the Ebenezer Baptist Church in Atlanta, uh, which was Dr. Martin Luther King Jr.'s former congregation. Um. So th- th- I wasn't found, that Jeremiah Wright's church too, though. I, that I don't know. I don't. See, okay, keep I, going. Keep going. I, look again. A lot of research went into this. I don't see that here on the All Wikipedia right. article, right. so I cannot confirm or deny. <laughs> um, 
One of the things that I did find interesting that I bet you didn't know, though, is that in 2013, he delivered the benediction uh, at the prayer service for the second inauguration of Barack Obama. I did not know that. So there's there's a connection, obviously. And, and I think, as you mentioned earlier, and this isn't in the article here, this is just um, doing some other deep research. Uh, he's, I think, uh, Reverend Wright, essentially, is a sort of a mentor figure to him. So when you yeah. say he sounds a lot like him, I think I think that's the direct correlation there is because that's the guy that he most wants to emulate and most respects. Sure. Which is obviously concerning knowing what we know about Jeremiah Wright. Yeah. So, Trinity United Church of Christ in Chicago. Was Chicago. Uh, that would Jeremiah make sense. Wright's church, by the way. Uh, as to why Barack Obama, who's from Hawaii, via Chicago. Okay, yeah. yeah. I'm done. Two plus two is seven. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, so uh, this guy um, is, uh, he, I, I guess he just suddenly decided to get into politics this year um, and then has essentially started <laughs> saying kind of a lot of, uh, I guess the nicest way to say it is crazy things. He's very racist. Very racist things. Um and uh, he went on, um, uh, I want to say it was CNN, and basically said um, the U.S. by voting um, against Barack Obama, mm-hmm. it w- needed to repent for its whiteness. Is that right? Is that what I heard? He said, uh, yeah, well, no, no, no. I may be supporting Donald Trump. I may, okay, so, so I'm conflating two stories. Well, Sorry. it was in 2016. He's preaching a sermon, which should be illegal, by the way. Well, not illegal. If you politicize from the pulpit, you should lose tax-exempt status. Right. Yep. You should immediately begin paying taxes because you're up there you know, stumping on the campaign trail for a candidate. You shouldn't name people. You shouldn't take hard political stances from the pulpit. You can take moral stances. You can say abortion is wrong or whatever the case may be. You can talk morality. You should not be talking uh, politics of it. So we have audio uh, clip of this sermon entitled, How Towers Tumble. And if it is true that a man who has dominated the news and poisoned the discussion for months needs to repent, then it is doubly true that a nation that can produce such a man and make his vitriol go viral needs to repent. No matter what happens next month, more than a third of the nation that would go along with this is reason to be afraid. America needs to repent for its worship of whiteness. (laughs) I, uh... There's so much to unpack about that. First of all, I've never been worshipped, although it sounds awesome. I do have to say that. Yeah. He does sound very much like he's ripping off Jeremiah Wright. That's correct. I don't understand. He's underst- got the delivery down, that's for sure. I can't. I know we play this game a lot of can you imagine if someone else says, oh, by the way, wait, wait, real quick. Thank you to Ben Shapiro show. Uh, that put that montage of audio together. Credit where credit's due. Um, 
we play the game a lot of imagine if a white guy said that. And can you just imagine, like, any time ever where a white guy could walk into Harlem and preach to people and say, you need to repent for worshiping blackness? This really isn't. I think we can be fair about this. I don't really know of a mainstream accepted organization that celebrates being white. I don't know one. I know I got nothing. Off the top of my head, I could probably name at least three that celebrate being black, which is cool. Many more that celebrate being Hispanic or whatever other minority there is in the world. Transgenderism, homosexuality, you name it. You have a club of people that will celebrate you for whatever that thing is. As I mentioned recently, the problem with that being your focus is it really is just a nice excuse to mask a lot of ignorance. Because when you don't know any better, you haven't done any real homework. And regarding politics, I'm talking here. It becomes that much easier to cast your vote for somebody simply because they carry a label. Well, this person was like me, or this person was like something I feel sympathetic to. Therefore, I cast my vote for them. That's all well and good. But it gets you into a position like these people who, well, I voted for Joe Biden because, um, you know, it's not that the economy is bad. The economy is doing great. And, of course, <laughs> terrorism has absolutely been annihilated around the world. Did you know, by the way, that about three months ago we killed number two al-Qaeda in Iran? No, I didn't Did know Did you that. know this? Nobody knows this. I mean, nobody's going to report it, right? Yeah. We, we killed the second highest dude in al-Qaeda in Iran. Americans did. Um, not because Iran told us, by it the way. It doesn't shock me. Yeah. So things are good for America around the world. Things are good for America here at home, yet people want to vote for Joe Biden, and they shrug it off like, well, I just didn't like Donald Trump. I just didn't, you know, just it made me feel better about myself. Here's a guy who's running mate, celebrated the guy who was attacking police officers after raping a woman, by the way. His running mate celebrated that man. So much for the Me Too movement. Here's Which is a guy. weird coming from a cop. Right. <laughs> she has to act like she's not one now. Oh, fully All acting of a sudden, like she's right? not one. Everyone with a badge is racist. You have a badge. <laughs> Whoops. Uh, everyone that didn't Don't sleep tell anyone. their way to a badge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so anyway, there's been this uh, just really weird. It's really weird to watch people suddenly attach themselves to Biden for no other reason except he's not Trump. Like there's no coming, by the way, from a guy who four years ago four years ago, didn't vote for Donald Trump. I was very opposed to Donald Trump four years ago. Uh, I didn't like the way he spoke to people. I didn't like his mocking of John McCain. I didn't like his mocking of the reporter, uh, the handicapped reporter. I didn't like the tapes that Billy Bush had of him on the bus. Um, In fact, I would also go on to say, I don't like the fact the guy can't keep a marriage together. And maybe that seems trivial to some people, but I'll give you one. Heck, I might even give you two. But four and five? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There's a pattern here where you got to go, okay, what exactly is happening that the man shuffles through wives, you know, the way some of us do cars? Like, I'll never, I probably won't own five cars in my <laughs> life, you know, let alone have five wives. 
good grief. So I'm telling you that to say that now you come four years later and you see the state of America around the world. And quite frankly, I feel like some of that's almost forgivable at that point. Like, okay, he's not a great statesman, but he's fantastic at running the country. So my question would be for those people that voted for Biden just because he's not Trump, what if, if you could go to someone you know that you know voted for Biden for that reason and ask them, give me one reason, one thing that Trump did that negatively affected you in your life day to day. And I'm not talking about the Trump derangement syndrome version of your life where you wake up in the morning and you're like, oh, I just can't get out of bed because Trump's the president. I hate him so much. Like, like I'm not talking about that. That's what, what my daughter says really every day do. about me. Yeah. Right, that's, well, I can't. Totally fair. Dad's here somewhere. Yep. I can see that. Uh, but I, I just don't, I don't, I don't know that any of those people are going to be able to give you an answer other than they just wanted Biden because he's not Trump. Yeah. But what did Trump do? To you, right? I, 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 I would be very surprised if someone could provide me with a legitimate answer to that question, and I don't think it's a hard question. Yeah, I mean, you know, tell me something Trump did that you could take even take it one step further. Tell me something that Trump did that uh, you know where he again we were talking earlier about uh, Obama and his drone strikes where he killed US citizens with drones uh killed innocent women and children with drones in right. countries that we're not even supposed to be fighting wars in you can't even say that about Trump you right. can't even take it that far i mean yeah 16 year old american no, a, a kid an american teenager Barack Obama killed him with a drone just because but you, but so the flip side of that to not me, not just is, because that's not fair. His dad was a terrorist, but at the end of the day, sixteen-year-old American citizen sure. dead by a drone. Flip side of that is we have peace agreements being signed in the Middle East that, frankly, I never thought would happen in my lifetime. Right, and the man gets zero credit for it. Mm -hmm. He's been nominated for multiple from multiple people for Nobel Peace Prizes, and it's essentially laughed off. Obama yeah. got one just, I think, for rolling out of bed that day. Yeah, that so, was very true. Yeah. So we're gonna we're, we're handing them out like they're Pez to that guy over there. Right. Because he's the first black president, but first orange president. Sorry. Nothing. You're not getting first nothing, First Oompa Loompa in the Oval Office. Yeah, he can't get, get anything. Nada. Well, there's this weird thing. Um, not a weird thing. There's a very expected thing happening that I would draw your attention to where now what they're doing. So Joe Biden has zero plan. You talk about how does, how has Trump negatively affected your life? And the answer is silence. Well, he's just embarrassed me. I saw a bumper sticker yet just yesterday that said, are we great again yet? Because I just feel embarrassed. Clever, right? Mm. By the way, I wanted to take a picture. I hope the bumper sticker guy, the guy that made that has yeah. a day job because <laughs> I don't think he's going to. Well, I wanted to take a picture because it was on a car that had a veteran tag. And I got to tell you, I'm a bit miffed. Here's the thing. If you want me to celebrate your status as a veteran, I'm glad to do it. You did something I didn't do. But 
it comes to me with the caveat of celebrate me because I'm a veteran. Okay, I will. But don't forget your place. Meaning, you shouldn't be mocking your commander-in-chief and then turning around and going, did you know I served? I saw a guy this week who called Trump a Nazi who posted a picture the the day they were declaring Biden uh, from the Sound of Music where the dad rips the Nazi flag down and tears it in half. Mm-hmm. And then he spent all of Veterans Day celebrating himself for his service, which is his right to do. But you have to start to wonder and go, to what, though? Because apparently, according to you, by the way, not not according to me, but according to you, there's a Nazi in power, but you want me to celebrate your right. service to the country that put the Nazi in power. It's strange. It's kind of like... When you meet people who are proud of their German heritage and you start talking about how Germany killed all the Jews, you know? <laughs> oh, what what exactly they want to are you the proud of over there? Yeah, like what have they done outside of the BMW that makes any sense to the rest of the world? <laughs> I was going to say, they changed the subject to cars. <laughs> right. <laughs> have you seen the new Porsche? <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing about the, the veteran thing to me, though, is that, you know, I know uh, a lot of people who've served and work with a ton of those folks. Um, I know some people who have recently got out of the military, and none of them have anything but good things to say about Trump in terms right. of uh, the budget that he's allowed and pushed pushed for to give them the tools that they need to do the job that they're they signed up to do. Um, the fact that the rules of engagement, um, and you know, I guess in effect, the chains have sort of come off. And, and that's why we've been able to go over there and, right. and really basically shut down ISIS in a matter of months. Absolutely right. I mean, you know, ISIS continued to grow and sort of blossom and turn into this, like, what we assumed, I think, or maybe the media made us assume was an unstoppable force. Like, it was just they were going to take over the world. And then, right. you know, Obama just kind of sat on the sidelines, I guess, funneling them money and then change the rules of engagement. Right. And then we change the rules of engagement when Trump gets in and yeah. then it's no longer a problem. Yeah, we like, know lo- legitimately <laughs> it's no longer a problem. Yeah. yeah. They were, they were going to massacre us all. We were all going to get our heads sawn off. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then now they're gone. Yeah. Like that. You remember, uh, Barack Obama told our troops that they had to wait to be shot at. Before they could shoot bad guys. Sure. So you could legit have a dude walk into the middle of the street with an RPG, but if he didn't shoot at you, you had to wait. Stupid. Yep. That's why people died. And so now, Biden is coming in, completely inept, completely incompetent. The man has no clue what he's doing. You have these people who want to support him simply because he, he's not Trump. But if you look... Trump, over the last nine months, said to us, I'm going to do this thing, hyperdrive, right? Is that what he called it? I think you're thinking of Elon Musk. No, 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 the, for the vaccines. What do you call it? Project <laughs> something. <laughs> Sorry, that was, a, that was a bad joke. I don't know I don't know what he called it, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah, warp so speed or warp something speed, like that? That's there you it. Go. Yeah, Thank yeah. you. So we got Project not Warp Hyperloop. Speed. Not Hyperloop. We're not We're not making subways for cars. Sorry. Whatever. It's almost the same. Uh, Operation Warp Speed, we have two vaccines now. 
90% effective and 95% effective, respectively, right? Very conveniently released after the media called it for Biden. Exactly. Stock market's through the roof. Terrorism's dead. We have vaccines for COVID. Everyone's going to live a happy life. Except that now Joe Biden is saying that more people, this is not a joke, Joe Biden wants you to know that more people will die if Donald Trump doesn't start transitioning power more smoothly, according to The Hill. And by the way, this is in the Los Angeles Times as well, but I'm going to read to you from The Hill. Biden says, quote, more people may die if Trump refuses to coordinate on vaccine plans. President-elect, supposedly Joe Biden, who stole the election, that's not really in there, warned Monday that more people may die from COVID-19 if the Trump administration does not begin to engage in a smooth transition of power, saying, quote, more people may die if we don't coordinate. Biden told reporters following a speech on his economic plan in Wilmington, Delaware, saying, quote, a vaccine is important. It's of little use until you are vaccinated. (laughs) So how do we get the vaccine? (laughs) I know, I know. So how do we get the vaccine? I don't know what's in the book until I read it. (laughs) How do we get over 300 million Americans vaccinated? What is the game plan? It's a huge, huge, huge undertaking to get it done, Biden said. If we have to wait until January 20th to start that planning, it puts us behind over a month, a month and a half. And so it's important that it be done, that there be coordination now, now, or as rapidly as we can get that done. Let me read that last part again in case you think I'm drunk. Because <laughs> it's not me. It's Biden. He says, quote, And so, it's important that it be done, that there be coordination now. Now, or as rapidly as we can get that done. What does it... <laughs> Either or. Whichever one, you know, really works. But I'm going to get up here and whine about it. Chris, when did you want to do that? Now, or as rapidly as we can get that done. So now... But you know what this, you, you know what that reads like to me though is the left suddenly thinks because the media called the election for Biden that Trump is supposed to literally go to the White House, yeah, pack his suitcase yeah. and get out like today, like immediately. It's like they don't understand that he's still in there until January twentieth. Not a thing. We have inauguration, fake news, and and, and now, now I'm not saying that there shouldn't be. Um, uh, a legitimate transfer of power. Um, I think typically newly installed presidents are like read in on, uh, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. important issues, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, they'll get their clearance and all yeah. that and then I mean, so, start getting briefed. So I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to make light of it or even say that that's not a thing. What I'm saying is, is that Joe's going to be like, Joe's going to be like, hey, listen, don't take this the wrong way, but, uh, How's China? <laughs> you can be like, we knew it. <laughs> what, you, what you guys been up to? <laughs> hey, uh, that, last, uh, that last check didn't clear. Just wanted to check on that. Just out of curiosity. Has Chi asked about me? <laughs> no, no, he hasn't. Ah. Sorry, go ahead. You know what I'm saying, though. I, I do. I, 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 I guess there's this weird thing, and I, maybe it, I think it's a creation of the media. I think it's... A, fully a product of the media. Mm-hmm. There's literally people on social media 
like typing in all caps, Donald Trump, get out of the White House. Like he's just going to leave right. today. Like, what <laughs> like, are you talking about? Like, it's you not got fired. At all. Yeah. Yes. I mean, yeah. they, yes, that's literally what they're doing. Mm-hmm. I mean, as funny as it sounds, there are literally people that I think actually think that. Do you think those people know that the office of the president elect is not really a thing? <laughs> that Biden just made it up? Because that's true. Biden made up the office of the president-elect, which you're seeing on all the stuff behind him right now. I haven't even, I don't think I've seen any of that. Oh, yeah. I thought you were making a joke. Oh, no, no, no. So That's a real these, thing? He's giving these speeches now, and behind him, on the backdrop, it'll say, office of the president-elect. There's really no such thing except maybe. I think I'm going to get rented. a sign made up that says, office of the podcast sidekick. Elect. Done. You can do it. You can do and it. I'm just going to carry it around with me everywhere. You don't have to put elect, though. You have the job. Oh. You've been in it for a couple of years, actually. Oh. Sorry to tell you. Okay. But yes. Yes, right. exactly right. You can just, I That's could do it. even better. I could do it tomorrow and give a speech, and there's nothing anyone could do about it because it's not actually a thing. I <laughs> ma- it, Joe Biden made it up, and I hijacked his made-up fairy tale. This they is can't where be mad this is it. actually where I wish we had access to a green screen because I would put you in front of it and I would put that sign behind you and we would make we would make moves we would make things happen. Let's do it. We can do it. We have the ability. It's not All a right. question. It's not a question. Sign me I, up. I did lose a job over this one time. <laughs> it's a true story. I appreciate the warning. I'm gonna have to find the video and post it to our Facebook page. But I did once lose a job. I worked for a couple of people who didn't like to work, and that's the way the world goes sometimes. And we were supposed to make these videos like every day. Don't look at me like that. They can't fire me. I don't work there anymore. (laughs) They already fired me. Uh, We had to make these videos every day. Let me preface this by saying the video was totally inappropriate. (laughs) Okay? (laughs) I get that. I get that. I like the honesty. There was a, was it governor's race or the mayor? Uh, we were in Bir- I was in Birmingham, Alabama. I'm sure it was something very important like the mayor of Birmingham. I was on this morning show, the Steve and Leah show. I was the producer. Were you Steve or Leah? <laughs> yeah, listen. <laughs> what I will tell you that's funny about it is this, this is a great summation of my time with the Steve and Leah show. One time. I'm going to get back to the main point of this story, which is the video. One time, there was a story of a lady getting foreign accent syndrome. Have you ever heard of this? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Have you, seriously? You've heard of foreign accent syndrome? Yeah. People uh, get bonked on the head, yeah. and then they wake they up. Good day, mate. Yep. Yeah? Yep. It's a legit thing. hmm Incredibly rare. Right. Like, it doesn't really happen often. It happens to people. It doesn't happen very often. But we're, like, probably talking one in... One in a million, easily. Over a million, yeah. probably. So, there's a story. I don't remember if the I lady... I want to hit you in the head with a shovel right now just, just to, to see, see what, what happens. happens. <laughs> there's a lady that got foreign accent syndrome. And I was tasked with finding an expert to speak on foreign accent syndrome. Now... The way this worked that was be too difficult. I yeah, <laughs> I would get to work at like five a.m. Show would start at six a.m. I would work until noonish, 
And then beginning at like three in the afternoon until I went to bed at eight or nine o'clock at night so I could get up at three o'clock in the next morning and go back to work, I would be inundated with things to do. And so when the lady got foreign accent syndrome from, where, from whereverville because the shovel fell on her head, I was told, find an expert that will talk to us about foreign accent syndrome. What I found when I reached out to the real experts was it's so rare, so rare, nobody would talk on it. Nobody would put their name behind an opinion on foreign accent syndrome because, yes, it's real. Yes, it happens. We have no idea why. And nobody really wanted to go on the radio and get peppered for 15 minutes with questions about foreign accent syndrome. However, that didn't matter to the hosts of the program. Because when I walked in to say nobody will come on, the little co-host goes, clickety-clack-clack-clack-clack on her keyboard. clicky clack 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 And finds a name at the top of Google, spins in her chair and yells at me, right there, took me 45 seconds, call him. And I felt like an idiot. And I walked out of the studio and Googled the name and discovered he had died something like 30 years before. <laughs> God is my witness. God is my witness. My friend Chris, my, he saved my job for like a very small amount of time because I called him and said, I'm going to book you as this guy. Yes. <laughs> Not a joke. I love it. I'm going to book you <laughs> as this guy, and then you're going to reveal in the interview live on air that you've been dead for 30 years. <laughs> And they need to stop yelling at people about booking dead guests. <laughs> I kid you not. And Chris said... I'm still trying to figure out... After you've divulged this much information, I'm trying to figure out how you lost your job here. <laughs> right? I, I remember Chris saying to me, Buddy, I like you so much. I'm going to help you save your job and not do that for you. I was furious. Furious to be yelled at. So that leads me to say... These people didn't like doing the extra work. They just didn't. And so we were supposed to make these videos every day about whatever was on the next day's agenda. And they refused to do them. They just wouldn't do them. But I would get yelled at. Oh, you're supposed to be doing these videos. You're supposed to be doing these videos. You're supposed to be doing these videos. I was like, yeah, but they, they won't do the videos. What do you want me to do? I can't make them sit in front of the screen and do the video. Yeah. They, they won't do it. So, <laughs> I talked the intern into making a video with me. <laughs> I know that sounds terrible. <laughs> this is a great guy. He's a great guy. He's gone on to do really good things. Uh, and his name's Craig. And Craig and I made a campaign ad for Silas and Craig. I went by Silas on the air at the time. Silas and Craig for governor of Alabama. And the whole point was, we know you don't care, and we don't care either. And we're into this, and we're into that. It was like girls in bikinis and bottles of bourbon, and just like <laughs> everything you can imagine flashing up on the screen behind us. These are all the things we support, so vote for us. So they're supposed to make these videos, by the way, so we could send them to the local Fox affiliate, and the local Fox affiliate would play them on the air, right? <laughs> sure as heck <laughs> they play it right well it'd been on our, to, to my defense 
it had been on our website for like six months. We made it as a joke. Everybody thought it was funny. And then it reached another day where the hosts refused to make their video. They didn't want to do it. And I said, fine. And I knew I'd get yelled at if I didn't send something. We were still in election season. So I sent it, right? And I remember walking down the hall, and my buddy Robbie worked there. He had the nicest guy in the world. And he goes, hey, hey, come here, come here. He, like, waves me into the studio. He worked for the country music station. He waves me in. I walk in. He's like, hey, uh, you seen the big, he said the big boss's name. You seen Tom? I said, no. He's like, he's looking for you. I said, yeah, why? <laughs> he goes, they played your video. I said, who did? He says, Fox 6 did, WBRC, they played your video. I said, oh, of like me and Craig? He goes, yes. I was like, what, what is the problem? He's like, what? You should have seen the news anchor's response. <laughs> so how did they respond? He said, they, they all looked at it and went, well, okay. <laughs> Thanks for that. And I was like, they didn't preview it? Because half of me thought they would preview it. And it would never make the air. Apparently not. I couldn't believe it made the air, but it made the air. And that cost me a job. That's the whole point. So they caught, literally, Robbie told me, and I went and started gathering all the stuff I wanted to keep <laughs> out of the studio. Not a joke. Piled it into my car. Like um, Post-it notes and pen cups. Yeah. 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 I hear you. They called me down and said, you got to go, man. You're all fired. right. So here, so check this out. Here's the, here's the best part about this. That's a great story, by the way. Uh, when we make our green screen, where you are in the office of the president-elect, right? this is our podcast, so you can't get fired. I can do whatever I want right here. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. I feel pretty confident that, I mean. Worst thing that happens here is I get sued and I, I lose a ridge line. So. <laughs> Fair. Not, not Even I think that's a stretch, though. Yeah. Not really worried I mean, worst, I think worst thing that happens is. You and I laugh about it, and no one else thinks it's funny. <laughs> That's the best part. Which is That's the best part. Totally of plausible. Yeah. Hey, all right. Listen, we've gone on long enough. Here's the point of all this. I don't know what happened in the American left, but y'all are getting crazy, like stupid crazy. So I hope you'll calm down. I hope you'll let a little semblance of rationality return to you, and then if you need it. We'll give you further instructions next week on the Felt Recoil podcast. You can find us uh, wherever you like to get your podcast every Tuesday. New episodes. Shout outs to Wes because he was lecturing us about being out of town. Literally said, what will I listen to Tuesday morning on the way to work? We sure showed him. Here you go, buddy. And if you don't know all the details, by the time I start texting you at noon on Tuesday... Here, what we call a dirty, dirty liar. <laughs> okay. All right. More info at feltrecoilshow.com. Find us on all the social media channels uh, at feltrecoilshow.com. They're all linked there at the top of the page. We'll be back next Tuesday when we return from traveling with the Felt Recall Podcast.